floor. On the floor. <laughs> yeah, but here we are. We did it. We got here. <laughs> uh, we uh, decided to switch it up once again. Uh, so we're on the floor. Uh, so if you hear us grunting, uh, yeah, it's, it's old man us. But, uh, it's normal. I'm not going to forget to Scott. But uh, everybody, welcome to the Monkey Brain Podcast. Welcome. <laughs> the fucking monkey brain. Fucking monkey brain. Uh, thank you Shit, guys for joining lie. us. Uh, I'm a peaky right now. It's a beautiful Saturday morning in October in Los Angeles. and It's a fucking heat wave in October in Los Angeles. Yeah, fucking heat wave. Um, we got up early this morning to get a little workout out of the way before the blazing sun comes in. I chose very poorly. With the pants. Yeah, you're wearing black pants. Black, um, uh, th- what are they? What What's the, when they come to the calf, the yoga pant with the calf that's just like a capri pant? A capri. Yoga capri. Black capri yoga pant. I'm very momish right now. Very momish. But when I, in my defense, when I put them on, it was cold. The sun was not up yet. And, uh, <laughs> and then by the time I got into LA and we got like down to business, it was really ruining my choices because I had had on I had on these little shorts that had the galaxy on them, like running shorts, right? Oh, I love those shorts, dude. They're my one of my favorite fucking shorts. And uh, shorts. I was like, oh, it's so cold, I, I can't go out there in this cold. So I put these pants on, and then I hated every minute of wearing them. Well, you also got to consider you're on the beach, so yes, you have, you're probably like ten degrees cooler than. Where we are inland. Maybe to Temecula, not here. That's great. You think there? I still think five degrees. Five degrees. Five. You feel five? I think. Five degree difference from yeah. Let's say we're in Cape Town, compared to Redondo. <laughs> Real quick, I just have to. Yeah, probably. So I'm looking at both of our screens. Yeah. Yours is like casually grooving along the sound wave. Nice little. <laughs> Mine looks like a goddamn San Andreas fault going off, and I don't understand. Well, that can't be good, right? Oh, it looks like your volume's a little high. Like the mic volume right here? Yeah. The, if I turn no, it, no, no, no. That's no. going yeah, that to control your audio. What do I need to hit? Input. So Back you got to the go. System setting, right? Yeah. Go to your. I got you. Input. Entertain them while I'm doing this. Yeah. So basically, go to your input. That's output. Yeah. There, yeah. So bit, there you go. Move that one. It should always be at a quarter, about. A little technical difficulties. Scott was coming in hot. Coming in hot, man. Scotty too hotty. Yeah, way too hotty. Too hot on the mic, but way it looks too like hottie. look at you. That looks like a nice modest sound wave that is not gonna be blown out. <laughs> I'm so sorry to everybody listening right now. <laughs> we literally just did our year anniversary podcast last year and still a year later. We still have technical difficulties. I'm not a technical guy. Which is totally fine. It's not I, my realm. I don't think we got to hold that against you. What, <laughs> what we need from you is that intellect, that, that brain, that all that minutia that's going on all the time in that Ooh, head of yours. The monkey minutia. The monkey minutia to come out. And like a monkey who's throwing shit at the wall, if sometimes your sound might be shit. But <laughs> what the content. A, what a metaphor. <laughs> what a what a visual you just vividly painted with my own feces. <laughs> we are painting masterpieces with our mental feces. 
We're shitting out of the mouth. That's not a bad lyric. Masterpieces with their mental feces. Oh, shit. That's masterpieces. Masterpieces with... Okay. I'll, yeah, I'll have to we're, yeah, yeah, but there's something there. There, There yeah. is something. There's a little something there. A little... There might be a master feces. We'll work it out when people don't have to listen to us. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, guys, you guys tuned in today to hear us write the weakest few bars. Yeah, dude, I could have easily been distracted for like 15, 20 minutes just now trying to think of like rhymes and shit for that. And yeah. then like not realizing that they were watching. They, yeah. And they would have just been like off. Oh, man. Another... <laughs> Never mind. My microphone, little fuzzy thing. I don't know where that is. Oh, where? Scat. Where is it? I don't know. Where the hell is your cat tail? Be thankful I even remembered the fucking gear. And the drone. And the drone. And all the pieces to the drone. Okay. And all my equipment. So when we we were in New York City, this drone sat because in New York City, you can't fly drones anywhere. Uh, We would either have to go out to Long Island or we'd have to go to New Jersey and we were always caught up doing something else. Yeah. And so and we COVID get to hit. Cali, <laughs> so. and every opportunity, because we'll, we'll, we'll tend to like do outdoors activities on the weekend, and I kept asking Scott, please, 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 please bring the drone. And he does bring it yep. just in yep. pieces. I did bring it. Or without batteries or yep. some that weird. Each of those happened. So I get my height. My, uh, what would you say? My, um, what do you get up? Your excitement? Your hype? My hopes. You get your hopes. hopes up. Yeah. I don't use the word hope. Well, that's sad. Yeah. And I'll explain why later. But yeah, I, and that's why, cause they, I get, they get up and they're brought down. No, he gets my hopes up and then he'll <laughs> let me know. <laughs> oh, I get it. I get it. Like strawberry cake, bro. Yeah. Remember the last episode? I oh, understand yeah. like, not getting your hopes up. Yeah. And you, I get why you wouldn't with me. So that's what it is, right? Is like you 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 want me to have a low level of expectation for you. Like you like At all I want times. Addy to know that I'm going to do something that's going to make him feel really happy. And you kept doing that. You're like, Addy, I'm bringing the drone. I'm yeah, bringing the drone. the drone. And then it would always be like, but this has no battery. But it's like, we're there. We're <laughs> excited. I'm getting the pieces out of the bag. And I'm like, oh, no. And it's like, did you bring batteries? And then it hits me like a, you know, a hopeless ton right into my heart. I'm like, no, I didn't. It, where's the where's the rotors? <laughs> and it, the hopelessness, too, is like the environment is we're in the middle of a field. Like we're Perfect. already ready to start like exercising or right. doing something. So there's a, there's just this level of commitment to already being in the spot that we're at. That <laughs> the drone becomes like third tier, fourth tier. It's like we're here. We have other stuff to do. Yeah, Addy, you don't get to play with the drone again today. But the saddest part is like your brother's trying to get back into playing professional uh, semi pro football as a quarterback. So we wanna we're trying to work him out, and we also want to film him. And the perfect opportunity would be for the fucking drone yeah. to get those footages to watch. All right. that I'll be really honest. Like I've gone to bed the night before, like really fantasizing yeah. about we're gonna of shoot it like there, this. Yeah, being able to like yeah, yeah, yeah. get him from different angles so yeah. he can watch himself. I, I will legitimately <laughs> fantasize about it. I think I even like there was one time when you broke my heart that I had literally dreamed about the night before. Yeah, when I remember me that. and Nikki, my brother, 
we were heading to meet up with you, and like You're I was like, like, I can't wait. Don't forget like, to bring the drone. Yeah, the yeah. Tracks and I could see the sunshine in it. So much sunshine, like it could have been an overcast day. Let me but on this parade. And then finding Shit out that you. it's not there. And then I, I try as an adult man to not show my disappointment, and also you know like he tried. <laughs> yeah, he tries. I have. Brain issues, and I try so yeah, hard. You so, always try, and I never yeah. want you to stop trying. <laughs> no, I won't. <laughs> I guarantee you, I will never stop trying. Please. I may never learn to do it better or differently, but I'll never stop trying. Please, do, I just don't <laughs> ever want you to stop trying. And so, you know, I my heart gets broken, and then <laughs> I suck it in, and then... We continue. Yeah. We do all, everything we want to do. Down. And then I even, part of me feels like everybody else forgot that I really wanted the drone here today. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. we're, we're an hour, two hours into like sweating and pouring <laughs> out our shit. And I'll just still be looking over at the bags and be like, if only if we had the drone, I could be playing with that drone right now. We could be playing with the drone right now. So I could be flying to the height of heights, the like, height of heights. Yeah. And there is a certainty for sure that I will be flying this drone soon. Hopefully. Um, back to music. Do you think we can ever create a song that's like a remix of um, like Go Fly a Kite from Mary Poppins? But it's like Let flying a drone see. and it's sponsored by Mountain Dew and Red <laughs> Bull. And like it's, it's really more of a kind of a hardcore. So we have to. Maybe okay. Incubus sings it. Maybe yeah, it's, yeah, not yeah. Maybe it's, it's not hardcore. It's not hardcore. Incubus came We're on We're going to fly earlier. some drones. Yeah, I don't know. Look for my heart in my home. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because, like, let's go fly, fly a drone. Kite. Like that melody. Yeah. Wah, wah, Up uh, to uh, the uh, height uh, of uh, heights. Yeah. Le- oh, let's go violate the zoning laws. <laughs> let's we'll work on it. Yeah, like, because there's federal fly zones. Right? Like air traffic. <laughs> I don't know. Isn't there are rules to where I'm you here. Fly that's drones. beyond me, man. Yeah, there. Uh, FAA has fucking rules. I think you have to get. I don't know because Ivan talks about licensing and shit, and I read about licensing for drones too. Yeah, but I don't know if that's like you and I dicking around at the beach. Do we need a license for this? Drone? I wonder if the drone that you've brought me and I forgot what it's called, but it's like it's legit. The DJ, it's the DJI. Yeah, it's, uh, so the that, Mavic Pro Two. Yeah, so it's like actually it's a fairly legit. legit. Drone. So <laughs> yeah. this isn't your dad got me this it's off not of Amazon. I stole this from my father. Yeah. Someone gave it to him. He doesn't use it. I'm like, I'm going to take that. Yeah. So you know what? We'll find out. Yeah. Should probably find out. Well, that's why I brought it. It's right there behind the camera. <laughs> I brought batteries. I brought the rotors, the batteries, the body, <laughs> and the remote with a connected camera onto it. I don't know what more you could possibly want from a drone. Yeah. <laughs> Except that it... Maybe it, a charging cord. I did not bring a charging cord. But I don't know what you fucking are charging anyways. I guess the drone. The drone. What do you... I don't know how drones you, work. Yeah. Drones, I, just, I took it. I figure out, I'll figure it out later. Yeah. We'll figure out. It, yeah. It's going to happen again. That's why Obviously, I the lack of knowledge we have about it is probably why we... Have never been able to execute actually flying it. It feels like there's a bit of a steep learning curve with it. Because also, too, you, you always hear stories, and Ivan talks about it, too, where it's like, 
you're, you go up, you get prep, all this prep, and you go up, and then you just crash it immediately and break something, and you're like, well, now I can't. Oh, Jesus. Now I can't fly it. It, it's, it, it, it has to be really intimidating. I think I'm just really um, in awe by, like, some of the shots that people are getting. Yeah. And then, you know, as someone that has a background in shooting and seeing people that don't have a background in shooting, being able to pull off really cool things. You, it's like, what can you do? Yeah, it's like, what are the possibilities? Dude, you know... Speaking of possibilities, yesterday, it was at sunset. Um, I was on my rooftop deck. I live right at the beach. There's nothing but ocean in front of me, right? Um, probably for, so right in front, all the way down to the pier, which has got to be about a mile of ocean. Dolphins jumping. Oh, wow. Fucking. So it must have been this giant uh, school of fish that was yeah, there because yeah. it wasn't just like, you saw the pot of dolphins. It's like largest pot I've seen out there. Coming, swimming towards it. And there's harbor seals with them. Wow. And it's like they're, they're in the pod, so they're flying. Yeah. The dolphins are flying. It's like young harbor seals, baby dolphins. They're, like, swimming with each other. They're, yeah. like, flipping and flopping around. You can tell they're feeding. They're totally digging it. All I needed was to have this drone ready to send it <laughs> off my balcony, right? And then just control it and hover around and get this beautiful footage. Yeah. Like, I, I was just picturing it. It's it picture-perfect day, golden hour. Oh wow! Uh, it, it honestly couldn't have been it couldn't have been any better. And I feel that's a little more respectful than what I witnessed, which was a large motorboat who was cruising on by at speed and was like, "Oh look, dolphins!" <laughs> and they just you do they hooked yeah. a sharp S turn, went through the pod to get a better look, and then S turned right out to get a look on the way out. I kid you not, I couldn't see them. Their silhouettes looked very douchey. Yeah. They had two different American flags attached to their boat of different sizes. One in the back, one in the front. I'm not against the American flag. No. But you know, you can tell nowadays when someone's like, the American flag colors. It's weird, right? Like, what the American flag literally symbolizes now. Like, I think back in the day, you know, some people would be like trying to protest in ways like they this flag represents this to me. It represents slavery, it represents you know, like there's always been that people that are really passionate about expressing what the flag was, but this is like when you see an American flag, you think it's a Trump supporter or a white supremacist or you know, there's like this weird nationalism, and, they, and it's our flag too. It's the nationalism. They co-opted yeah. patriotism and turned it into nationalism. Yeah, and it's our flag too. Yeah, they don't own it. That's that's the weird. But they're thing. just so loud about it. And yeah, just like yeah, but it almost it almost like makes the red and blue look like a different color. It does, L- dude. like it a does. Democrat yeah. or like a liberal's red and blue flag yeah. looks different from like a Republican. White supremacist, Trump supporting red and blue flag. No, you're right. And I told you uh, a few weekends ago, I had that sad visual experience where I was walking the Strand in Hermosa, and um, one of the houses had, I guess someone's renting it for a party. They had two flags in their front yard. One was the American flag, and one was the Trump uh, campaign flag. Trump campaign flag was on the higher pole attached to the house, flying in the breeze. No shit, dude. The American flag on a pole jammed into a bush just on the side of the patio but they weren't paying attention and it had fallen over and was just 
face first in the concrete, just completely ignored. Yeah. And it was very, um, it was very symbolic. It, it's weird. Cause like, I, you know, I, I don't know how it was in California. I don't remember too much in California actually having to do the pledge of allegiance when I was oh, but I in do. Massachusetts. I, remember. I, I had to, yeah, we, we, cause I was a uh, grade schools. I was in Torrance. Yeah. We definitely did it. You, for you sure. guys did the Pledge of Allegiance, right? Oh, for sure. Did we do it in high school? Oh, dude. Um, I want to say we did not. Right. But I feel like I keep hearing about high schools that they do, and and kids are trying to opt out, and it's a big deal. I don't remember doing that. It maybe special occasions, but even yeah. then, high school, maybe middle, maybe. But, dude, I don't remember anymore. I don't remember I don't think so. in middle school. And we both went to a couple of middle schools because we both moved. Right. And I don't remember middle school having to do it. And it's crazy, though, because Temecula, you would assume, like, especially yeah. back then. Yeah. That's why I'm like, in my head, I'm like, do I have a memory of doing the Pledge of Allegiance in Temecula? And that, I, I, I would have had a conversation in my head about it because there were teachers that I didn't like. Like, oh, if yeah, I had... You I know, would have been a good little soldier and be like, yes, I pledge allegiance. Yeah, and you'd yeah, been yeah. like, this is <laughs> yeah. a violation of my child rights. But I remember being in like in elementary school and doing it and finding it weird. Like as it much as weird. I like, you know, I, I especially being in mass, like. You know, it's yeah, like you're the birth connected of the to the founding of the country. It's yeah. a big deal for you guys. But I did find it weird and then i remember like if i'd go to bangladesh like they would have the anthem before movies and Mm. like the flag like the Mm. flag is very apparent in other places and i used to think that was very nationalistic and mind you this country like liberated just a short time ago when i was younger that's stuff like that so i thought i i equated it to that but i've never seen a flag unless you're in a dictatorship or like those type of countries, the way like the U S flag is being used now. Yeah. And then also, yeah, going back to who's using it the way they're using it these days. Yeah. It's a lot. It is a lot. It's a lot. And then, you know, when you talk about what is it like, um, tradition or decorum or whatever, like the American flag can't touch the ground. It can't right. like, there's like so many things, I don't think technically you're supposed to wear it. No, you're not. It's against flag code. Yeah. For sure. So all these beach towels and cute bikinis and board Speedo. shorts and shit like that. Dude. No. Nah. Yeah. Like it, it really does cheapen it. I get it. I'm guilty of it too, man. I've been caught up in 4th of July. Not this year. But like, you know, in years past and just been like, yeah, you know, let's, it's fun. Yeah. It's fun. That's fine. But uh, I don't know. I, I don't think that. I think that there's certain things in this world that we should just keep solemn, keep sacred. We, we, we can't make a joke or everything needs to be fun. Nothing, irony needs a fucking limit, all that bullshit. So, right. you know, uh, I think if we took a few things more seriously, it would uh, benefit us all as a whole. Maybe the flag's one of those. Yeah. I, think I don't it's need just... it ever other. I don't need anthems played before sporting events. And I no. don't need, like... That's not, I don't know, man. I, I, that's too much interwoven fabric. And I, I think that the whole point of 
what America was trying to become was a place where you you could live free from uh, an overreaching control of government. It was supposed to be this like for us, but not to oppress us as a people. And now it's just like, I feel like it's like so excessive. It's like excessive. ending up in we've ended up in hell trying to beat the evilness out of the devil. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you it's just so overdone that you ended up in the place you didn't want to be. Yeah. Right? Like there's this weird we can't forget our forefathers, we can't forget our past. Like and it's a very religious type approach to that's the problem. The nation, like we need yeah. to preserve this, we need to do that. Yeah, you know, and then we get so extreme on that that we forget what's important, and that is like liberty and freedom and democracy, right? And all that stuff, and we've just like totally what, what do you say like passed it by, and you know. Maybe nine eleven was kind of that trigger, right? Like, for sure. Like, like this big thing happened, we overcompensate for it, and now we have this type of nationalism that really has no logic to it. Like, it's an identity at the end of the day. It's just all identity. Yeah. And what's more fascinating, and when we go back to like what the the flag actually like symbolizes. Like, carrying that flag outside this country becomes a burden. Like, if someone knows you're American, yeah, you have to explain. Like, yeah, my country's going through these things right now. You know, this I'm is, sorry, I'm not one of those. Yeah. You have to clarify, right? Yeah, I'm not one it's of like those. It's like a defense yeah. type of American. It's like from a Muslim country. Yeah. For the past 20 years, it's like, yes, I'm Muslim. Yes, I'm from Iraq or whatever, Iran. Yeah. But I'm not. You have to like clarify. Yeah. Right? Well, because in some ways, like, let's just, we already know militarily, like, what the U.S. does. Like, let's just yeah. avoid that one because that's just its own topic. But just what we've done, you know, on a globalized level, like, whether it has to do with, like, philosophy and thought and entertainment and, you know, our businesses, like, capitalism, all that stuff like that. Like, there's just such a dirty... There's a great side to it, and then there's just such a dirty side. Like, I think, you know, just culturally, that obnoxious, everything big, we want to take everything, nothing matters, like, we're the center of the world, you know, you all adjust to us, that mindset, foreigners are constantly watching Americans thinking like, oh, this person's about, what What can I do for them? Yeah. Or, you know, not what I'm part of this world or something. Yeah. It's an American exceptionalism mixed with, uh, the focus on the bottom line of a balance sheet type thing. Yeah. You know, yeah. that like, uh, and it's, it's like with the, you know, the internet's made globalism very much like it just is our world is, is big now. Right. right Before right. it was little towns and you had like the head of the town and the, you know, the, so that was the pyramid and then it right. around there, then it was States. And then, each country, but now it's a whole global thing. Right. And so I think the Americans are, they're like, well, okay. So if it's a global 
well, we're the ones that are going to be up here. We're exceptional. We should be up yeah. here. We're the bosses, right? Yeah. And we'll, we'll take advantage of like the poor labor and these other places. And then now the world is just one big balance sheet in our eyes. And we give them entertainment and all this stuff. And right. it's just, yeah, it's just ugly. It's the focus is wrong. The focus. Um, there's no stewardship and there's no community and there's no uh, uh, like balance. Well, I think the balance anymore. was on... And just consume it. Just consume, consume. Yeah, and I think and that's waste, what... And consume and waste. This year is doing is re-establishing... Or we don't know yet, but I, I would believe bringing the equilibrium back to a functional place. Like right now, what's considered equal is not really. Like the pendulum is in a weird place. So with this consumerism, right? Or like capitalism... Everything is just at this tempo that is not comfortable and nothing comes out of it. It's like we're we're spinning so quick and we don't realize it. And then now we've been faced with like so many different things this year that we we had to literally stop, stop in our tracks. And I think you're right, though, about. Because I think you started to say, like, this is re uh, forcing us to reevaluate priorities like and the way we live. Yeah. Recalibrate. I, I know I know that a lot of people aren't, obviously. Yeah. But I know a lot of people are. I know myself as one. I know you are. There's other people our age, younger too, which is really cool, that are taking this time and seeing it for what it is and saying, okay, I no longer want to live this specific way. Yeah. Um, I want to live intentionally a little simpler, yeah. a lot less waste, you know, that, yeah. I think that's, that's a, one of the only positives you can really take out of all this. Do you, do you feel like this a little bit? Like I, I've already seen, and I think cause it's been so many months that we, we've gone through the pandemic now and, you know, just witnessing everything that's going on. Like there, I can already see choices that I don't think I'm going to shake off too much. Like, hmm. you know, Knowing especially that this pandemic's going to continue for like a hot minute, yeah. there's no no end at you know for the foreseeable future, which could be a couple of years, right? Sure. Like, I mean, things yeah, are we could be adjusted, talking in years, right? not months. And w- if we were to take everything together, right? Like this Black Lives Matters movement, mm-hmm. you have uh, COVID. We have our presidency. You know, we have the environment all these different things. And we were talking about this the other day, but it, it is hard to live in extremes. Like not in the sense of like, it's not that I don't want to enjoy myself, but I don't see like purpose to a lot of things we were doing before. Like, yeah, I think we were talking about like, even just like buying clothing and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. Um, like not buying new stuff anymore. Cause it's just like, let's just, who gives a fuck what we're wearing at this right. point. With all, you just listed off like four sky high level things that yeah. are way more important than what's on the label of your fucking sweatshirt. Right, right. Yeah. So I think we're like going to this like functionality, minimalism mm. type situation where, and it 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 confuses me because if we know capitalism, like I'm not trying to step on a socialist soapbox or something like that. But it is a predatory 
economic climate, right? Like yeah, someone always has to lose. Someone has to lose. And before it was very easy to not say who was losing, even though back then what really started capitalism and allowed it to really flourish was mercantilism, slavery, you know, and colonization. Right. right. That's and, why we jumped to such prosperity was the slavery. Yeah. Right? And already there, the disparity was there. There was no equilibrium right. at all. There was always just the 1%. I mean, you couldn't have a business like those were the Googles, the, you know, all the Uber, the whatever the fuck you want to call back then, the Walmart. Like, your transportation, mercantilism, you have fucking slavery, that's your workforce. You know, 100% I mean? profits, And right? colonization Almost. is just, act- you're, you're, uh, you know, you're manufacturing. Like, mm-hmm. you're using this country or colony or providence or tribe, whatever, to do this, supply this materials. Like, yeah. it literally, we... We, we brought... We founded... No, we didn't fi- found it, but we, we definitely upped the colonial sort of exploitation game, but, like, paved the way for things like FIFA did today yeah. to do what they're doing. It, 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 was, it was called feudalism yeah. back when only a few people were doing it. Yeah. And it became capitalism when more people were doing it. But... Which is really just a bigger game. Like yeah. we just talked about. It's just more players. Global, the global thing. Yeah. It's just a different perspective. And I mean. Now we're at global feudalism. Yeah. That's all. That's all it is. Yeah. Is, yeah. It's just money is in. It's in more people, but not more people's hands. Do you know like cra- more do- big players. Yeah. But there's way more casual or people stuck in the system because of that. Yeah. And the disparity between the different. Casts are are growing so so great too. So great, and we haven't even talked about when we were listening off all the the shit that we were dealing with. Everyone keeps forgetting the economy is near depression. Yeah, like depression parameters right now. Right, is right. the economy, and it's still sort of dipping right now, which is reminiscent of like early March before that heavy tank. Uh, we were talking about these down legs. Um, yeah, dude, that's a whole other thing because you mentioned a changing of perspectives. And it really struck me that like the, um, when we talk about the hardiness of our like grandparents and great grandparents or the people that lived through the depression into world war two, the greatest generation, right? Yeah. That bro, they were at after world war one, you know, America was like, "Mm." the roaring twenties were going on. The economy, the stock market, everything was fucking good. Then it crashed, and then everyone had to reshape, reframe the way that they looked at life and how they lived, and they started scrimping and saving, and scraps were used for things, yeah. and innovations happened yeah. because they just needed to. Yeah. And that's where we're at right now, and some people are just are choosing to embrace that because that's where they're living. You have right, to, right? right? And you make the best of it, and some people are choosing to fucking outright ignore that. Yeah. And at some point, we're either just going to miss that downfall for whatever reason and we're not going to super crash and those same people will keep going on living sort of ignorantly and the other people will have developed a hardiness and some new takes or whatever or it's going to hit hard and some people are going to be prepared and others won't and i'm talking mentally not prepping we totally forget about the resiliency that was built 
Yeah. And we celebrated it. We the used to bullshit r- that they're spewing right now, where it's period. like, America, make yeah. America great. You're talking about the people that lived through the Depression who sacrificed yeah. for the greater. But like, it, it's also so convenient that, you know, because like when we were young, like Vietnam, Korean War, like we hear those things echoed all the time, like yeah. from the elders and everything like that. And then I noticed the, like, you know, we had 9 11 and, you know, that left its imprint. But the conversations about the hardships that America had went through in the past were not being discussed as much. And even like we do have these dinosaurs that are in government right now that don't even discuss it. No, because they're the offspring of the good times. Yeah. They're the uh, they're the ones that grew up. After we've defeated the Nazis, yeah. after every other country was laid wa- uh, laid to waste after World War II, and it was just like us versus the evil commies, yeah. and then we came out on top in the in the nineties, and it was just us. That's that's the privilege that these fuckers grew up with. Well, what's the craziest part about all those other things that ever happened compared to right now is back then there wasn't a variable of like. Our planets. Oh my God! Yeah, you know, life. Jesus. And I don't want to say our planets, like us being able to exist on this planet. Our like, existence. There's an actual yeah. foreseeable endpoint that we can see yeah. of our existence on this planet. Whereas when all that shit was happening in the past, it wasn't like and also our planet. I would say that didn't lives. come to mainstream until the 80s, 90s. Because yeah. I remember in Torrance, in Elementary and middle school, call it early mid nineties. Um, acid rain, yeah. you know, there was acid, a couple acid rain day threats that we what? had to like go inside. Yeah. Um, smog was really a lot worse back then. Yeah. And I remember uh, hairspray was a big like controversy. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, ozone layer, man! Yeah. Like you're fucking the ozone layer. Um, so I do remember talking about it. But I think everyone was like, oh, that's such a hippie thing. Like, shut up. Right, right. It's fine. It'll be fine. And now we're 40 years from that. And like, it's like, oh, we're not fine. And guess what? We have about 20 to 30 years before it's noticeably going to, um, well, kill everyone. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's where we're at at this point. It's like, no, it's bad. It's bad. It's bad. And I think, I think that is uh, something like innately we can actually feel too. Like yeah. we the pressure. Even let's say like climate change deniers or flat earthers or any people that don't want to give any um weight to what science is saying mm. about our future mm. can see it. I mean our agriculture sector is suffering. Yeah. You know what I mean? Our you know, a lot of our food, like fishing, is suffering. Yep. You know, hunting is even suffering. Like, even if you wanted to bring it to the basics and not put science into it, things have changed so much that people in these industries are coming forward and being like, it's different. It's oh, not yeah. what traditionally it's been like for us. Oh, and EPA regulations have been rolled back yeah. uh, under the current sort of like clown uh, EPA that it's yeah. going on right now, like the fake EPA, yeah, uh, with with run by Big Oil, um, but like uh, those rollbacks have consequences. Like the water's still undrinkable in Flint right. and up there, yeah. North Carolina, 
the lowlands of North Carolina have such shit toxic water because right. it has constant runoff from the pig farms and the manures and stuff. These um, flooding events that keep happening are bringing in all sorts of water contamination. I think Houston has has having water problems. A kid died from a brain eating uh, amoeba yeah. from this past. One of my um, biggest fears. Yeah, dude. Yeah, so brain, uh, like a six year old or some yeah, shit. Yeah, brain eating amoebas, <laughs> and then also like because uh, you know contacts, mm. like some sort of like bacterial thing that'll get in your oh, eye. Oh, interesting. Because you know you gotta wash your hands when you put your contacts in and everything. The unseen terrors, man. Where yeah. it's like. You feel tip top, and then all of a sudden, you like an aneurysm, right? Yeah, everything's going great, and then and this then it just like, isn't. Yeah, yeah. So, so like, those are huge things, and man, we're talking the runoffs. Like, the Pacific Northwest is on fire, which means that the root system of the soil is bad, which means the next time we get rain, we're gonna have mudslides yeah. and more destruction. Yeah, which means the nutrient capacity of that soil is now diluted. Which means stuff is not going to grow. You know what I mean? Like, do you see the cascading? It's like yeah. one begets another, and then next year it picks back up. Yes, everything's cyclical. Yeah. Yes, stuff's going to regrow. It's not going to regrow to the same because we flushed the nutrient system yeah. with this rain and the mudslides and all that, and um, and then you get less and less plants, so less and less hardiness but for the, the soil. See, you're talking like we are not. Not everyone is equipped, and I don't say this in. A bad way but whether it's fuck them education or the way the society has been yeah. running on purpose education is an big issue pic- people don't have the ability to see big picture for sure the connection of everything well like, our lifestyle is no longer like in, in um called pre-columbian tribal america yeah, yeah, yeah. they lived in the cycles of of the land they were responding responding you're part you are a species in this biome and this natural uh bio but not this is my biome to control and it's for there for me it's like i am a part of it yeah um and i'm not romanticizing it like that's fucking hard work it's intentional you don't always win and it's not comfortable all the time but I, i i do think it was i do think it is closer to the way that we are designed to live as a species and i think it's at the end of the day focused on the more fulfilling aspects of our short time here on earth. Yeah. I think like any, let's say you were to take a tribe before these colonization period happened and you you could take anybody in a tribe and they would be able to tell you, we, we plant our crops at this time of the year. Right. Cause they yield this and that you, the seven year old kid would be able to avoid this. It's poison. Yeah. Even if this isn't, it looks almost exactly like it. Yeah. Like there's just an awareness and today it's like, you know, person A can do this thing in society and not have to be concerned about where the food comes from, where right. the water comes from, where their waste goes, like have no responsibility except for, you know, either going to the store and doing that or picking whatever options they have off the phone. Yeah. They're not connected with even the seasons of the year. Their only concern with the season is what clothes do I put on, you know, Maybe I don't go to this area during this time of the year or something like that. But there's not this deeper connection about my whole livelihood is based on if this sun will be producing this type of light throughout these seasons, if there's precipitation, like, will I have food or not? Some people don't even realize the strength of the sun changes throughout the year. No, they don't. They They don't understand the position changes. Yeah. 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 I will say, though. (laughs) Okay. So in their defense, 
Uh, I think I told you that the moon was rising or was setting over the the ocean the other night. Um, just exactly where the sun sets too, yeah. but it doesn't always do it. And so I was just standing there marveling, like that moon, that moon, man, that moon moves around a lot. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's not always there. Like, and I went down that, uh, you know, that everyone always jokes about the insane clown posse and like yeah, the magnets yeah, yeah. and oh, yeah. Yeah. I was just like, miracles, the fucking moon, bro. I was just like, how does it just go all over the place? Like sometimes it's just over there and sometimes it's over there. And man, the moon, <laughs> Fucking, what are we breathing? Air. Yeah, it's, miracles. And it's the difference between okay, the, it's the difference between like knowing something happens and understanding yeah. how or understanding something. So like, I know that the, I know what's happening, but if I were to try to explain it to my nieces, I don't have the understanding to give them the scientific definition yeah. exactly. Do you know why? I try. I know why, <laughs> but I don't understand why. Do you know why, Scott? No, I can't. I can't explain. We that have right six now. moons, and they only I randomly wish. decide to come up. I wish points. we had six moons. I I I think like that's where, as much as electronic devices are great and everything, mm-hmm. I benefited from a childhood where I was in okay, observation. Keep, right. Keep going. Like I was a kid that got to ask questions. And have people want to answer them to me. And I think, like, that's the jovialness of childhood is having those deep-seated curiosities and to constantly be wanting to feed that. Because the minute you feel like you know everything, then you're not asking questions anymore. You're not looking at things with uh, child wonder. And that is when you're not looking for solutions and your contribution your where you sit in this world if you think you know everything and then you start to look at everything as serving you then i think there's a disconnect because you just have an expectation and you're evaluating everything and i think that's what goes back to not i think like that's where it goes back to like education kind of in the sense of you know, if you constantly are teaching kids on the basis that keep want, keep looking for knowledge, keep looking for information, you don't own this world. This world will give you all this wonder and, you know, fulfill all these questions you have. And that is the purpose of life is to be on that crazy journey. That is one thing. But I think what education is now is, you know, Let's give you this set of like knowledge to be able to behave within this system, but our system is not built to be conducive to like a real life anymore. We're just yes. like that. Cognition. It's for the system. Yeah. It's how do you benefit the matrix? Yeah. How do we plug you right into your little battery pod so yeah. you can benefit this fucking system and the yeah. bottom line of the yeah. balance sheet yeah. of society? You were talking about curiosity when I was in the bathroom. That's it, man. Like. I was trying to explain to my parents that like, that's what keeps people young is the ability to still be flexible in your thinking. Right. And to, to not be like, yeah, I've learned everything I needed to know. And this is how it is. And you keep that mindset while the world changes around you. That's what makes you an old person. Right. Age is, I think literally like the fountain of youth is I think based in curiosity. Right. And um, 
I, yeah, and learning, always learning. I forgot where I heard this saying. It was like, and I'm gonna butcher it up, but you know, this is the judge. So when you get old, you think you're wise, and you kind of have like a entitlement mindset. I think like you're like, and it could be either this is my time to have control or power over someone, or it could be. I am still just as lost as I was when I was a kid. So if I stand by something, at least I feel secure in what I stand by. But it's like, I forgot what the first part is. It's like something about being a youth and being curious and all that stuff. Mm. And then the second part is don't be old, but don't waste waste your wisdom on the youth. Mm. So it's like something like uh, don't waste telling the youth how to do things. When you, like, don't waste it. Like, the wisdom is actually being in a place of observation and not trying to control things and fix things all the time. Yes. So it's, I I butchered it. And no, it's okay. That's not even, but it's it like, don't waste your wisdom on the youth. Yeah. But not in the, like, don't teach people things. But it's like not having that arrogance, I guess, or that sense of, like, I need to tell everybody how to do things Mm -hmm. the wisdom is in actually observing and keeping that curiosity it it goes with something that i say a lot to people i say um unsolicited advice is criticism right so if you have someone who's like i'm wise let me tell you how to do things if i'm not there like ready to receive or i haven't been like yeah hey, yeah asking questions all you that person that wise person is doing is criticizing which i would say takes them from a wise person to a smart person and they're just flexing their intellect. Right. Wisdom is all about not just what you know, but the context with which you apply it right. and the timing. Yeah. And, and, and it, wisdom is just, uh, foundationally, it's patience. Right. And context, perspective. I can keep listing off words if you want. Yeah. <laughs> patience, context, Hold on. time. Hold on. my thesaurus out. Yeah. <laughs> timing. Time. Evaluation. <laughs> Knowledge. Knowledge. Symbolism. <laughs> IQ. <laughs> no, I think like, and, you know, coming back to all this craziness and perspective is, this is, I think like what's crazy is, especially in the U.S., we we need all these like finish lines or like climaxes, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? We're all about, we're all about that big finish, that, that yeah. money shot. Like everything. And we, we believe life needs to be like that every day. Well, like, they keep telling us We that. can't have a, what we consider mundane day or, you know, like yeah. whatever. Like we feel like we need to be winning a race or getting an accolade or, you know. How were you better than other people today? Yeah. That type, like, show me what you've done to rise yeah. above. Oh, and if you keep getting these euphoric, elated moments, then you must be doing something right. Yes. That That is, like, the, the misconstrued view of, like, what we think happiness is and what life is supposed to be. Yeah, and the shit of it is, it, once you do feel that, then there's always someone or something 
to point out perspective where it's like, yeah, but you're not as good as that. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah but you could have done that. Yeah, you could have done that. Yeah. So then it, it still just depreciates like, whatever. Oh, that's good, but it's not this good. Yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, well, why back to why even try? That's That's the part that I think, like, where it goes back to curiosity is if you're in this moment right now and instead of evaluating it, you're in wonder. Like you're constantly, and I think that's where one wonder is like in a, or curiosity is like an appreciation of the, this instant where like the other side would be judgment, right? Like I know everything about this. Yeah. There's nothing that this moment can give me. And so we think these, these moments right now that are, I guess we'll just call them normal time or typical time, mm. like throughout the day, we feel like we know everything about this moment. So we're bored or we're ungrateful for it or we're depressed about it because we're not being elated or finding wonder or euphoria in it because we know everything about this moment. Like it, as me and you just sit right now and we're just having a discussion like you might enjoy this discussion more if I was someone else that mm. you wanted to be with, mm. you know, like celebrity or wh whatever. That would make you more elated, more euphoric, more excited. And if you knew every time you were talking, you were going to talk with these great people, then the normal conversations you have, you wouldn't feel as excited. So that is, that's like the typical, I think, mindset is we, we need more. We need better. But the true wonder and curiosity and I think even like kind of like gratitude or rejoice of a moment is sitting and knowing this is, this is life. Like this is what it is. Yeah. It's not all the elations and euphoric moments. It's these moments that when, when you're satisfied with this moment right here and you feel happy with this moment, that, that, that's what you're trying to attain. That's, uh, that's hard to put into a, an Instagram post. Yeah. You know, that's hard to highlight on my social media. Yeah. And get people to like that. Yeah. So that I feel that elation that you're talking about. Right. Because otherwise, how am I supposed to know I'm yeah. living life to the fullest if yeah. strangers don't tell me online? Yeah. I'm being sarcastic. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, it's funny because in, yeah. in my head, I was like, I think some people like get it. Like, like Mr. Bean. Right? Like, you remember, like, I before, know. well, when we were talking about, I was thinking about how, like, before cell phones and selfies and all that stuff, like, one of his skits always used to be, like, taking photos, like, getting someone to take a photo, and he'd just waste that person's time, or he would, like, manipulate where he's, and, like, there's one where, you know, because it's British, right? Yeah. So they're in front of the, the guards, in front of the world yeah. palace or whatever. And, you know, those guys are not supposed to do anything or move. And so he wants to take a photo. And then he sees how boring that guy, the uh, guard looks. So he starts manipulating him. You know, the guard can't do anything. They have to yeah. stand. Like, But the wonder in that is so fascinating because to us, we have all these rules and, you know, the ways we have to behave, but Mr. Bean always encapsulates the wonder that child wonder as an adult yeah. in a moment. Like nothing's ever a dry moment. Yes. 
I have seen enough of Mr. Bean to understand like that childlike wonderment yeah. is that's what he is in Cap. It's uh, that mixed with that sort of dry like humor, like oh that doesn't belong, which is weird to think like oh this man is walking through life with the childlike wonderment that we're like praising right now. Yeah, and people think that's hilarious. Yeah, because it's so not normal. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like it, the the thing we're laughing at is actually what we want to attain. Yeah. There's nothing necessarily funny. No. It's just that it's so different. What it is is like to be so vulnerable in a moment. And that's what it is. It's vulnerability. It's child wonder is the most, like, let's say if you're stuck in child wonder, a predator can get you. An attacker can get you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your Your guard is down. It's like the opposite of... Our ancestors on the planes, on the planes hunting, like switched on. Yeah. 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 yeah like it's the total opposite. Right. It's, it's no, you know, no quick reaction to no expectation, nothing, just purely being lost in this jovialness. And, and that, that is true. I think that is like kind of like the idea of what we strive for when we're looking to bring peace to ourselves is humor, that type of humor. Like there's levels of humor, the self-deprecating, there's making fun of other things. There's, you know, and then as you progress, you just find cuteness as humor. Like you see a dog and it looks goofy and that's humorous. And because as you start to unlayer more vulnerability, more softness, more, you know, just this feels good. Yeah. And, Technically, I think that's we all want to feel that warmth in us where we could just be so free, goofy, everything and let go of any of our survival concerns, you know, whether it used to be predator, enemy, whatever. And now today it's bills, you know, whatever the fuck we're worried about. Um, Human predators, I guess. Yeah. So we're always just trying to be Mr. Bean, but nothing allows us to be Mr. Bean. Oh, we don't allow ourselves. We don't allow ourselves to be it. And I think that's, what's so profound about that show. And what's so genius about it is that it's a British guy that wears it. Like, you know, especially for an American, he wears a suit every day. Like he's in typical British, like Like three piece suit. I think the best, right? Yeah. Like I'm a gentleman. Yeah. I'm a gentleman, but I'm not going to, nothing about me is gentleman. Like, and I think that's like, so what a great juxtaposition, right? Like we're in a society right now that wants us to be so aggressive. Grown up. Yeah. So grown up. So, you know, everything has an, a result, an outcome. And yet we're seeing like all that has driven us to this moment right now. Even the pace when you were talking about like he's wasting their time, it's only a waste of time if like, those people are like, man, I got to be this place somewhere. Like, right. I can't be wasting my time yeah. with this tourist or whatever. Yeah. I mean, they could have easily, if let's just say they're like, yeah, I don't have anywhere to be. Like, I might as well help you. Yeah. Oh, look, oh, look he's like, this is you yeah. Know, whatever. Yeah. It's just, uh, again, that's like a perspective thing. But that's, I, I think we're always looking for glimpses, right? Like humans of New York that account, you know how it's just like this. He, I forgot his name right now. 
he goes around, oh, finds like people to take really beautiful portrait photos of. Okay. And then he'll write their their story. Oh, cool. And I think strangers in New York. Yeah, I think what what we're always trying to reach out is this jovialness, this vulnerability in a human being that we can feel. Like we all want to be vulnerable. We all really, really, really want to be vulnerable. So that we can be known at our yeah. core. Our core, yeah. our real truths, yeah. our real who we are. Yeah. You know? Known um, and accepted. Be accepted. Yeah. And it's really hard to find that. So even if we can't do it for ourselves, we do enjoy watching other people do it. Mm. In envy. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy, though. It's yeah. just like to see, you know, people still trying to hang on to what life was like six months ago, seven months ago. Get back to normal. Get back to normal. Like, hmm. The paradigm and, shifted, man. Yeah. Normal's new. This is this is it, right? This is the, our great it's a version. Of, it's a it's the birth pains of a new normal. Yeah. I would say the birth pains. Yeah. We'll know, We'll really understand what normal is in a couple of years. I would say. Yeah. It, take, it will be really fascinating to look back at this. Yeah, we'll have to try to we'll have to try to remember for perspective's sake. Yeah. Um, well, I always wonder when you have like those like people are really old and they'll they'll ask like throwback like, like during World War One like what yeah. did you feel the Great Depression and they're like nineties or something like the secret to ha- happiness is just to be happy. <laughs> That's not what I want. From yeah, the they're like give me what I want, old yeah, fucking person. Give us a strategy that'll make this feel less. Yeah. Suffering. Yeah, yeah. Like, no, you just be grateful you're alive. Give me the answer. Give me the bottom line answer. <laughs> I, I got to take this test. Yeah, I got to yeah. take, yeah, life's this a life test. life is a test and I need to pass. Life's a test. Yeah. And unfortunately, that's how I think a lot of people are still approaching it. But what would I know? I'm not that wise. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. I'm, I don't I don't think I have any more to say. <laughs> I'm so tired. I just drank this bang. I just finished the bang. And I'm like, fuck, I could nap. Yeah. I could nap right now, dude. We've been doing these crazy uh, circuit training. We're trying to take off that COVID weight yeah. and just be like amazing adults. And it's really, I think we're seeing some improvement, but it's killing us. For right? sure. Thank you guys. For tuning in to the Monkey Brain Podcast. The Monkey Brain Podcast. The Monkey Brain Podcast. Oh, yeah. Until next time. Yeah. Stay curious. Stay jovial. Stay stay a kid at heart. Stay real cool. Stay real cool. Stay cool. So cool. Kwansu dudes. Bye, guys. Farewell.